1: hey we're back we're black we're brown ambition (laughs) how you feeling mandra
0: feeling fine feeling (laughs) just fine feeling like everybody at work needs to stop mentioning the fact that it can be any day now Oh, you're getting close, aren't you? <laughs> Thought I would send you this email, but let me know if I should send it to someone else. I know it's getting close. I'm like, leave me alone.
1: <laughs> I know it must be so much.
0: If the green light is on Slack, I'm here until further notice. <laughs> when I'm not Aww. here, I won't be here. You know, it's like, I don't know. You you feel bad for all the texts that you send your friends when they're expecting at the very end where you're like, has it happened yet? Has it happened yet? Because it's happening to me now. And I'm like, leave me alone. It mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet. I'll let you know. But, uh, yeah, feeling feeling okay. I'm excited for – I told you guys last week that we were getting a jump on, like, holiday decorating, and we had all of our friends come over and decorate. Our house looks ridiculous because I realized it is mid-November, and we have all of our lights up. We have a Christmas Aww. tree. That's nice, though. <laughs> it is nice. I mean, realistically, it was the only way we were going to be able to – like, we weren't going to have time. The baby's due December, like, early December. We weren't going to have time um to do it if we waited and it was you know before thanksgiving and all that so but it was it was a lot of fun but now i just feel so silly i'm like how do you keep a christmas tree alive
1: for a month and a half i i'll find out we'll see oh you have one of the um the real christmas trees yeah we're not doing all that
0: husband got super sentimental about it he's like maybe we should go chop down our own tree i'm like uh let's just (laughs) take it down (laughs) he's like well next year we can go with the baby and chop it down i'm like okay all right He's being very like Norman Rockwell
1: Aww. right now. Yeah, you're like – I've learned like in, in wiping that like I say okay to the things that we're not doing. But you say it now because you're like, you know, when it gets to that time, we'll just make it clear it's not happening. But it doesn't make yeah. sense to fight a year in advance. I've learned that lesson.
0: That is true. You have to pick your battles, you know. Yes. The whole Tesla good, conversation I've managed to put oh. off for about five years now. <laughs> Unfortunately, it hasn't died though. So I'm going to have to approach the battle line. Eventually.
1: (laughs) Like, we're going to have to square off. No, there's been so many things that I've learned that, like, because, like, Superman will go hard for something, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, absolutely not. And then I realized, like, you know what? This is kind of like a temporary thing, so we can battle it out, only to find out later he, you know, it's not even that serious. So I've learned to be like, well, is the thing that he's, saying we should do or have or buy, is it something that we're actually going to get right now? Like within like a week or so or a month or so? No. If it's a year from now, six months from now, I'm like, one, it could fall off. He might not be as interested. And two, you know, something could have happened where it's just not something that he's focused on because I used to battle over everything and um, I would always win. And then he'd be like mad about the fact that I was always winning. And I'm like, girl, you didn't even have to battle. He didn't even want it six months later. So I've really learned to be like, I would say something like, huh, okay. Like, not like a committing okay, but like a thinking about it. But really, no, it's not happening. Um, But yeah, I'm learning from all my, I know some of the men are like, what? The three men that listen. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, whatever. Because here's the thing. Sometimes it's not anything like, you know, like she's wanting to paint a wall or something like that. Sometimes it'll be things that are. Doesn't make sense for our family. I'm like, we're not gonna get a third car. There's two adults here. I have a car. You have a car. Just because it snows in Jersey a few months out of the year, I'm not getting a Jeep. Like, I don't even leave the house hardly.
0: Dude, I'm only (laughs) on the second car argument right now, and I'm like, there's just it's always something else. It's like if you say yes to one thing, it's like, oh, okay, well now it's this. Like, there's the home Reno, and now it's about like let's build a deck in the backyard. And like, there's always something else. It feels like. What I have tried to do is give him easy – like give me – like take an L every once in a while that yes. maybe it hurts my pride because I like to win. But yes. he he keeps score. Maybe it was just like the worst thing you can do right in marriage. But yay, we're breaking all the rules. Um, <laughs> he's like, you always, you know, you whatever you say always goes and da 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 And I'm oh, like, yeah. boo-hoo, fine. I, Why don't you choose I, where we're going to dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I think I choose better,
1: <laughs> no, but it's true. I'm learning, like, because my my friend Rihanna has been married. I think I think she's been with her husband. I want to say like 15, no, maybe like 20 years altogether, but married. I think like 15 of the 20 years, and I really watch how she navigates. I'm like, oh, that's good, girl. She's our girl. We ain't been married this long happily without. She's like, I learned to be like, you know what? Let him have that it's not even that serious. Like, cause she's also, most women like to win. And she's like, but I've learned that like, girl, if it's not that serious, because she was like, because when you have to really battle for something, you're going to want it. So, you know, if it's like, you know, like, oh, we really don't need extra Jordans, but go ahead. Or we really, you know, I don't want to have, you know, pizza for dinner tonight, but what is like, it's, it's not worth it. Like for the house, it was really, difficult because you know I was like how are we gonna do this because I cannot battle you every day so we came to a nice compromise where he could do whatever he wanted in his man cave and he got even to expand his man cave and that it wasn't just like one room it was two we have uh, an open space room in the basement and then a room that's, like, you know, behind a closed door. So he got the whole basement. It actually looks great. Like, I, he was able to, like, get his, like, a metallic swirly floor, which were not cheap. He was able to paint whatever color he wanted. So the rule was I had no say in the basement, but then I got to do the rest of the house. So it was, like when I tell you that was the best rule we ever made, because whenever he came up, it was like, we should do magenta. I'd be like, so, just referring back to our rule, I got the rest of the house, you get the basement. So. Magenta.
0: It's always <laughs> it's always annoying when they care about things that you didn't think they would care about, and yeah. I'm like,
1: oh, did you want to say in this? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yo, Superman like really like fancies himself an interior designer. I'm like, sir, we lived in your colorful bachelor pad for five years. We're not <laughs> doing that here. <laughs> like, literally, we had a green a green laundry room, an orange kitchen, a magenta living room. I mean, it was rainbow city up in that house. And I was like, I'm not doing that here. I want an adult space. Not that that space was an adult, but it was very clearly his like bachelor pattern. He thought he was doing something with all these colors and I'm like, whatever, we're not doing that here. So, but now he loves it. Now he's like, you know, I didn't get it before, but I love it now. It's very adult and understated, but, but elegant. So see at the end, when I win, we all
0: win. Is what I think, but (laughs) it's hard to convince uh, an independent man of that. I'm like, oh, I got the one that pushes back. Said, no one. <laughs> they my mom, all push back. My mom's so annoying. She's always like, I like the way Enrique talks back. I'm like, shut up, mom. <laughs> 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 Whose side are you on? <laughs> oh, man. So Thanksgiving, you are, you're getting, you said you're getting Thanksgiving catered, right? Yes. But
1: well, you're hosting yeah, well, at we, your house? Yeah, for the first time, so I'm excited. So it'll be Superman's family and my family. So, we're gonna have a good old traditional Thanksgiving. I'm excited because Vonda, who did my birthday party and our wedding reception, is um, catering. Um, not not that she'll be there like passing out food, but you know we'll just go pick it up. But yeah, I'm excited because. But her Jarrell's family, um, they're gonna bring food on well, my side of the family as well. But so everybody will bring food. But I think like the base food, like you know the macaroni and cheese, collard greens, candied yams, the turkey. Like we're gonna just have Vada um, make it, cause I'm like, what I'm not gonna do is stress about making my first Thanksgiving when I'm not even like, a, a, like someone like I can cook. I think people think like somebody never cooks. Like I just made dinner, chili, white rice, sauteed spinach. I mean I can cook, but I'm not your throw down in the kitchen. Like you know some women like get down, get down. I don't get down, get down. I just here's your food. It does taste good, but I'm not getting fancy. So I'm certainly not making Thanksgiving for the first time. Not that I never will, but not this time around. Not with his cook and throw down family coming because they cook. Fair enough.
0: Also, it's like there's there's pressure. Everyone's got their expectations of Thanksgiving, especially when you're like blending families the way that they've always done it. And, you know, like it's I get a little, especially because my family, my husband's family doesn't have traditional Thanksgiving in their family like we did, like I did growing up. And it's just, yeah, it's easier. Like, honestly, I think we're going to his cousin's place and I think we're just going to like – they're going to get it catered from some, you know, like – I don't know, some like – what do you know Stu Leonard's? Apparently people are obsessed with Stu Leonard's. It's like up there with Wegmans, which people are also weirdly obsessed with. People are so weird about grocery stores, but whatever. Yeah, so they do a whole Thanksgiving dinner and I just agreed with the hostess. I was like, let's just – Get this thing catered. No one has to cook. I'm certainly not trying to cook. Um, And then, you know, the pressure's off and everyone can just enjoy. And then if it's not great, you can blame it on whoever made it, not, you know, not your family.
1: Exactly. And honestly, Vonda cooks really well. I mean, obviously, that's why she's catering. So it's going to be delicious. I just kind of hope that there's enough because um, both my family and his family are very much um, to-go packers. So... So much so that in their their group chat, he had to do like a gentle reminder um, that the to go packing plates will not be put out until the end of the evening. (laughs) Because you know, people will pack, and I'm not going to lie, I've done this. People will pack a to go plate, put it up and hide it, and then go get their regular
0: plate. We're not doing (laughs) that.
1: He actually had to put a post. He wasn't going to say it that nice. I said, let me type it for you <laughs> because what you're going to say is not going to be very nice. And he was like, mm, you don't know some of my family members. And I'm like, I know because I'm one of them. So I'm not here to be judgy.
0: <laughs> you pack it to go play and hide it. That's so funny.
1: Yes. And then make my regular play like. mm, mm, mm by the end of the- <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the night some of the good food's gonna be gone so i said well dang i guess i have to be a good i have to be a good hostess and not do that that's a real (laughs)
0: scarcity mindset to bring to the dinner table at thanksgiving
1: (laughs) it it is you would not have
0: survived in colonial
1: times (laughs) I know. Like, let me put my food up you know first of all it's terrible you know many times when, when i'm at someone's House and I've done those, those shenanigans and I'm looking to, uh, for a hiding place for my food, only to see other people's food hidden. I'm like, oh, so we all get down like this? You're open like a cabinet and there's three plates in there already. I'm like, whose food is this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, that's how it is when my dad cooks. It's like, come on, that's just that's just the way it is. It's tradition. Um, <laughs> Definitely, when when you go to like a party, like it's like the Dominican tradition. There are overlaps. There are overlaps between my Dominican family and my Atlanta, Georgia family. That's all I'm gonna say. And how they conduct themselves at 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 family uh, gatherings. And the aluminum foil has to come out. And if people don't get to take a plate home, then do they really have a good time?
1: Yes. You get judged. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous about that. I'm like, I don't know, because I told Vonda to cook for forty. But I feel like we're legitimately going to have 40 people. I'm like, is that going to be enough? Because, you know, I, I feel like it's not a good Thanksgiving if you didn't get a good size to go plate to go, you know? So, At least if you're um, not, like, dead from being so full. Like, you don't yeah, want people so to leave hungry. Well, hungry, you have to go with to go plate. Like, it's like, it's mandatory. But I'm, I think that with, like, his side of the family and my side of the family also bringing additional food, we should be okay. But it's definitely something that I'm nervous about. Like, is it going to be enough?
0: Well, what else is going on besides the holidays? You're going to tape the
1: reel next week. I sure am. So oh, today, Break, like, breaking you know, today, your no travel rule. I know, but it's my last. Um, it's the only travel that I have scheduled um, for the, the end of the year. But honestly, I have not gone anywhere. I think I feel like the last place I went was maybe a month or so ago. I went to DC. So I honestly have not traveled. Much this year at all, and if I had traveled, it's been super local, like Philly, DC, you know, New York. Like I was in New York today, taping something called an SMT. Um, and you know, one day we should talk on the podcast about how, like ways that folks can make money. I know influencer is like a dirty word, but if done properly, you can be an influencer that makes a decent amount of money and maintain your integrity. Because I think there are, there are ways that you can make money online that people are not. Hip to and Lynette Cofani Cox, one of our faves, she's one of my mentors. She hit me to the game, so I would love to hip, hip our audience to the game of, of ways that I make money um, that you probably don't even realize that you know that don't require the super heavy lift. Um, so I did one of those ways today called the SMT, a satellite media tour. Um, you make a lot of money in a short period of time, and then you go back to your regularly scheduled shenanigans um but yeah i go back to the real and then um honestly these days i'm not gonna lie i just like the opportunities that there are coming i'm just like not as interested as i used to be i'm just tired so maybe it could be the ivf medicine because they have my new medicine and i think it's like wearing me out i'm tired i feel like i'm sleeping all the time listen to your body mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what someone told me today i'm like oh, i'm tired
0: I sound like my mom. I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm.
1: My body. What about you? What's what's new with you?
0: Oh, that's all. Just prepping, just prepping, getting out, uh trying to stay active, trying to pretend like nothing at all is happening, even though I'm walking around, I feel like I have like a um ticking time bomb strapped to my chest, and like at any moment it's gonna go off. I just don't know when.
1: Um, that's pretty much how it feels. Uh, yeah you know what that's crazy when I really think about it, you're like, Yeah, any day that that's crazy even though you're like I prepared I've done this I've done that but I never thought about like what that must feel like you're like so
0: we're here now okay it's very I mean you have to go to the doctor a lot and they like you know you get examined a lot which is very uncomfortable and they yeah I I guess yeah I have prepared a lot but there's still the sense you haven't done enough and that you're not ready and I don't know how to I think that's just normal. Like I'm just, you know, anyone in this position, you just feel a little bit anxious and mm-hmm. um and then you I will say my friends and family have done a really good job maintaining their own like managing their own anxiousness and their excitement and not like putting that all on me because that would just, you know, stress you me out. Nice. I got my own feelings to think about. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, no, I'm just I'm just hanging in there. It's nice that the holidays are coming up. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know. But we'll see in a, do in a couple of weeks, man. Tick, 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 tick,
1: tick. I will say this. Don't do your baby dirty for Christmas, right? Because my sister, poor my sister, Carol, her birthday is the 21st of December. So when she was younger, they used to roll it all together like, your birthday and Christmas present. And she's like, yeah, no. That's not how that works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think like... I can get away with that. He's due early enough that there's okay. enough distance. If you've got more than two weeks, you can't do that.
1: No, but her, her birthday is just a few days before, and I remember that happening and looking at her like, "Ooh, they did you dirty, girl!" <laughs> <laughs> well, and actually, that's why her name is Carol. Are my parents corny? Christmas Carol? Oh, no, that's
0: <laughs> cute. Actually, don't even get me started on the name. I, oh, Lord have mercy, we don't have a name picked out yet. Oof. All right, change of subject. Should we do some yes. questions?
1: Yes, we should do some questions. Someone actually hit me in the. They were like, love the podcast, have a question, but of course I can't find it. But if I find it, I would love to read her question because I know she would be geeked if I read it. And I love when people hit me on on um, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and we read their question and they're like, you read my question. So <laughs> <laughs> that's always
0: awesome. We do read them. We don't always send you messages to let you know because, you know, a lot happens, but we do, do read them. Let's take one from the gram. This one comes from a listener. Um, who wants to remain anonymous, but has uh, a bit of a predicament about helping her mother out. Good afternoon, she says. I'm in a bit of a panic. My mother and I are immigrants. She came here to allow me to go to school. Thus, she gave up all her positions back home. I'm about to graduate next August. However, my mother was recently fired from her job because they said she wasn't learning at the pace they wanted. She's 57 years old and terrified she can't get a job because of her age. She put most of her money into my education, and she barely has any savings. Right now, with my job, I'm working from 4 to 11 p.m. Because I'm not fully certified, my pay is barely minimum wage. I've got one more semester to graduate, but I'm wondering if I should just drop out and help her out. She's an accountant with at least 10 years of experience. We're both a little terrified and not sure what to do next. Oh. Oh, my heart breaks for them. That's really yes. difficult. I mean take out the fact that their her mother's not from this country originally although she has 10 years of experience in the states working to be fired or let go in your late 50s it is a vulnerable place to be no matter how much we want to pre- think that there are tons of opportunities ageism in the workplace it's is is yeah. real it's so so real whether it's intentional or unintentional people do discriminate against um, people at that age so it's a it's tricky but it's very tricky but I feel like sacrificing your own career prospects
1: mm-hmm.
0: may not be the and and I'm also wondering if she were to drop out of school what could she do to help like get you know for herself like drop out and get a job maybe is higher paying but then she puts her own career on hold and I can't imagine her mom would want her to do
1: that she wouldn't because she didn't sacrifice for that quite honestly
0: yeah um, I'm wondering. I mean, if they're, if you're in the U.S., I mean, I, with 10 years of experience, she should qualify for unemployment benefits, right? I know that it's not, I know it's not permanent. I know it's not obviously doesn't come with, um, you know, health benefits that are super affordable. It may not be what she was making before, but it's something to, to make ends meet. Um, in the meantime, is uh, did she say her mother's a citizen? She doesn't say if she's a citizen or not, just that she has 10 years of experience here. I'm going to guess she has some sort of residency, permanent residency or something like that if she's able to work.
1: And I know this might seem like, I mean, I don't know how super savvy your mother is with like online things, but the truth of the matter is one of the number one things that people ask me for, like my entrepreneur friends, is for an accountant. I'm wondering, you know, how maybe your time would be best spent, you know, like, going to school, finishing, but seeing if you can find folks that are looking for an accountant, because that's honestly the number one thing. Like I told you, Carlos, my accountant, told me that I'm no longer allowed to say his name out loud, Um, (laughs) even though I just said it, (laughs) because I have sent so many people to him that he is inundated and he can't take on any new clients no matter who it is i mean there are people celebrities that have reached out to me and they're like oh please connect me to carlos and carlos is like i don't care if it's oprah herself well maybe oprah but (laughs) but you know that he can't take on a new folks so what that lets me know is that somebody who is an accountant um that there there is money out there and and folks are looking for an, an accountant and so um I don't know if that could give you a little hope or like how you would connect. There's a group on Facebook called, um, it's by Arsha Jones. It's called like build it, brand it, launch it, something like that. Build brand launch by Arsha Jones, Arsha, A-R-S-H-A. And in it are so many, um, new and established entrepreneurs and folks are looking for an accountant. Um. So that's that's potential. Like just recently, quite honestly, I was looking not for an accountant to replace Carlos, but I was looking for someone like because Carlos is my big accountant that I meet with quarterly. I was looking for someone on a day to day basis that would be able to help with that. So people are looking.
0: Yeah, you know, if she's good and you could maybe coach her a little bit on on establishing yourself on the web you're that's a really good tip just reaching out to maybe start locally even if you guys go to church or if there's like mm-hmm. an online if there's a um there's so many local facebook groups now you know i'm in this group called moms of the city i live in and they're constantly looking for do you guys have an accountant you love and everyone shares their account do you guys have a pediatrician mm-hmm. everyone shares do you know where to do this i'm looking to get furniture refinished like a million different things so if you were to join one of those groups and even just like you know, on your mom's behalf, send a message, see if people are looking for a part-time accountant or, you know, someone to just assist them with their bookkeeping. Um, yes. That I, I imagine there's a lot of small business owners, entrepreneurs, independent contractors who could use help. It's, it's end of year too, so I feel like people are getting their shit together for tax season. Um, so, it, you know, it may be an opportunity. It just, may, it, it just may be, you know, a little bit more legwork than... Go to job boards, I think being a little bit creative, um, might be the answer.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I think. And especially like, quite honestly, she's got a, a, um, a career that is in high demand because there are so many new entrepreneurs. So even if it's not like straight out accounting work, bookkeeping work, I mean, people are still are starting to understand the value of really having some sort of financial person on their team. So, Yeah. yeah help her figure
0: out maybe what a good hourly rate is. And to mm-hmm. be, and, and the sad thing is that if you're doing it online, you're not seeing people in person. There's not a chance that phys- your your phys- like physically, like your image as an older woman, which um, it's sadly enough could, um, could diminish your chances of getting like a second interview. Um, like online, there's a bit more, I don't know, a, a greater chance for anonymity at least, and let your credentials speak for themselves first and foremost. And, You know, as far as like trying to fight against ageism, ageism in the workplace. I'd love to hear from listeners if you feel like you've encountered that, or if you have any tips there, because it's something I think about a lot, even when I hire. Like how to how to not let my own internal bias get in the way um, of, you know, candidates who have a ton of experience, because you you can tell yourself like, oh they're so senior, will they be happy in this role? You know, they're Mm -hmm. so they have so much experience, can we afford them? And you may start questioning before you even get them in the door in the first place. And, and it's just, you know, it's genuinely not fair to, to people, or you're thinking, I'm not thinking this, but you may be thinking like, oh, they're close to retirement, how long will they want to work for? Well, Mm -hmm. people are working into their 70s now, you know, Um, 80s in some cases bernie sanders hello um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and half the presidential candidates but uh it seems like anyway yeah so interesting and i mean we wish you guys all the best but ultimately i don't think either of us thinks you putting your own education and career on
1: hold when you're so close to graduating Mm -hmm. it's not i don't think that that's so because she didn't sacrifice for that honestly you know yeah So, and plus two in the long run, you're going to be able to help her even more, you know, by, by doing what you're doing, which is finishing school. 100%.
0: All right, Anonymous. Well, thank you very much for your question. Let's see. Oh, here's a quick one. We have a listener who wants to know, Tiffany mentioned something about her free saving challenge. Where can I sign up or get that information?
1: Well, you can go to LRC, that's the Literature Challenge, save.com. So LRC, save.com. But if you're someone who's like, I, honestly, I have five. Live Richer Challenges. I've done a series, um, savings, credit, net worth, home buying, fundamentals. I think that's it. But if you are just looking for any of the challenges, take one at a time. Do not sign up for all of them or you're going to get multiple emails a day and then you're going to be cussing me out. You can go to livericherchallenge.com. That's where all of them are housed. So you can kind of pick the one that's best for you. But directly to the Savings Challenge, it's lrcsave.com.
0: Fabulous. And when does it kick off in January?
1: Um, yes we haven't really started I mean like the truth is I mean low key, they're automated so you can start now if you wanted to but um, if you're wanting to do it collectively with like thousands of thousands of women because we support each other then um, I'm gonna be doing like a big push um, at the end of December to get everyone signed up so we can do we could start the first Monday in January together because literally every single day I'm there with you holding your hand making sure you're good because sometimes you need especially in the beginning of the year some of that extra hand-holding so um, so you can can start it now, but if you'd like to do it with a, with a group, then, um, you can wait until the end of the year when I post and share it, and I'll, I'll share it on Brown Ambition when we're doing it.
0: Perfecto. It's not new year's season without a Tiffany literature challenge.
1: <laughs> I know. I almost didn't do it. Honestly, what I've learned like today, I'm like, I feel like everything is falling apart, but then I was like, Oh, that's right. I forgot that when things get hard, then that is a clear indication that I am leveling up it's been like a little while. I've been like love, love, at the level up, level up, level up, level up. <laughs> Sorry, how to do it? Right? I'm I'm actually doing it like the arm, the arm swing. Level up, level up. Although I cannot dance very well, but so today I was thinking to myself, wow, everything we're doing is like not doing. I'm so used to like things going fairly smoothly. And I'm just like, why are there so many things that are not going so smooth? You know, and all the things I'm working on, not, not personally, um, that's going great, but professionally. And then I was like, oh, I forgot that whenever I am like, whenever I've kind of maximize all that I can do at this level, then it gets rough because it means that I've outgrown the tools and resources that this level um, can find useful. And it took me a minute to remember that like, oh, these tools and resources, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. They just don't work. It's like, it's almost like, you know, like, okay, you're 13 and you're not wearing an eight and a half shoe anymore. There's nothing wrong. It's just that you wear a nine shoe. And until you get those size nines, it's going to feel uncomfortable. And so that's what's been happening. And today I realized that and I addressed it with um, – I had a um, marketing team call and it kind of had like the aha moment like, oh, we have to navigate differently because the way we're navigating now is not working because we are – we have outgrown those old ways. So that's just kind of a message to anyone who is like, why is everything going wrong? Is it Mercury in retrograde? Perhaps. I think it is. But it also might mean that you've outgrown your current tools and resources and it's time to level up and time to adopt new ways to attack new challenges.
0: I was trying to remember the theme song for Growing Pains because I was going to be clever and sing it, but then I just like brain farted.
1: What is Coldplay's theme song? What is it? Um,
0: da, 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 da 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 da. Oh, show me a smile
1: again. Show me a smile. Da 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 da. The minute of your trying. Mm-hmm.
0: Da, da, da. Yeah, I don't know the There's words to No. The best is waiting to be good. But see, with the 90s theme songs, they all end up sounding like each other. Like I'll start singing the (laughs) step-by-step one and end up singing Family Matters. And then I'm like into Full House somehow. They all like, (laughs) they all have the same common thread. Uh, All right. Cool. All right. Let's take one more since that was a quick question. Um, Let's call this listener who wants to remain anonymous. uh, Okay. I brain fart. Ashley, okay. Ashley says and this might be a good question for you Tiffany since I, a little birdie told me that you launched a business from scratch. Um she says I'm a freelancer currently making about $40 an hour. My only expenses are living at home, paying 250 in rent and buying groceries, but I'm currently bootstrapping my online boutique business. I quit my job in corporate America so I know how so I could do this business. Um, Now I have about $30,000 in student loans and about $1,700 in credit card debt. The business is taking up the majority of my leftover money after rent and groceries. Do you guys have any advice on what I can do to begin saving more? Thanks in advance. So she's wanting to bootstrap her business, starting from scratch, quit her job, has low expenses, which is good. Yes. Only making $40 an hour as a freelancer, though, and feeling like... She wants to build her business and save at the same time.
1: Sometimes those things actually are like oil and water. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're starting a business, sometimes you have to be okay with the fact that, yeah, savings is not really going to happen right now. Um, I, and I had to be okay with that. Uh, I did not save for the first four or five years of business. It was just enough to be like, okay, head above water, head above water. You're not gonna drown. I'm not gonna let you drown. Um, and and that's what it, it like. That's why entrepreneurship is difficult because, like traditionally, you know, you work at a job, you make money, you know that you're gonna save, you're smart about it. But with entrepreneurship, you kind of have to suspend what would normally be responsible behavior. In that, I was like, yeah, so took this money out of my retirement account. Not a good idea, but I did it. And yeah, I'm not saving right now, and I'm paying the minimum to everything and deferring on my student loans. Not the best idea when it comes to traditional personal finance, but I did it. It doesn't always work out. That's why it's not always a good idea. But if you're saving just even a little bit now, um, sis, you are way ahead of the game. Because most folks in the beginning are not saving anything because truthfully they're, you know, it's the beginning of their business. So I would say be okay with not saving as much. Make sure like right now, keep your expenses as low as possible. you like in the beginning stage. Normally I don't believe in over-sacrifice. There's no such thing as over-sacrifice in the beginning stages. Like we're not going on vacation, sis. Guess what? YouTube could teach you how to do your nails. That's what it looks like in the beginning until you can get stable income coming in and you get to a space where you're like, okay, I'm making enough to cover more than just basic life and I'm able to save a little and then you can rejoin the land of the living. But in the beginning, starting starting a business is really, you're living amongst the dead. We're walking around here like zombies just trying to make things work. And here's, here's what's going to help you with this feeling of not saving enough. You need to have other entrepreneur friends. Because when I tell you, when I spoke to my regular nine to five friends and I would share like, yeah, so Verizon ain't getting it this month. They'd be like, oh, clutching a pearl, Tiffany. Well, when I spoke to my entrepreneur friends, they're like, ha, yes, it's me either. Okay. <laughs> so, so what I learned is that having entrepreneur friends help to normalize the craziness of entrepreneurship. And so I felt less crazy. I'm like, oh, you're late as well. Okay. Oh, you're not saving. Okay. Oh, you moved to a room. So did I. Oh, you haven't driven your car because who has gas money? So you have to reset your expectation of what life is going to look like in the beginning stages of your entrepreneurship journey. And it's going to help to have other friends who are also going through entrepreneurship because it will normalize what normally would not be normal.
0: All I would add to that is, so she already is doing so many right things. She's living at home. Her expenses are super low. 2 dollars in rent, buying groceries. And when you think about the advice around how much to save for an emergency, you know, if you're living at home, your, your risk is so much lower you know, you you don't have a full-time job, right? So you're living at home already. It's not like if you were to lose your job, you would have, doesn't sound like you have kids or a family relying on you. So the need for you to have this stockpile of cash for an emergency isn't quite as great right now. And you've given yourself the room that you need to start building your business. And even though you have $30,000 in student loans and what, $1,700 in credit card debt, um, I would focus on paying that off as soon as you can. Um, uh, first and foremost, and look at that as a, as a, as a you know, form of saving, um, if you can. And then look at the way that you're living as a form of saving too. Like what could you be spending if you didn't live at home, you know? So you are saving. You're just choosing to put your savings into your business, it sounds like, which when you're young and just getting your start, that's acceptable. So I agree with Tiff. Take the pressure off to have some big stockpile of cash and focus on what can you do to invest in your business to grow it so that you can fulfill you know, your ultimate goal, which is to be, um, an independent, uh, business owner.
1: And I will, the one thing I will say is that I, it took me a while to understand this, but I wouldn't put all my emphasis on getting debt free, you know? Um, and, and it took me who is like super debt adverse to, to understand that, that I instead was like, okay, I can put well cause that's what I, I had student loan debt, fifty thousand dollars, and then I had credit card debt, thirty-five thousand dollars. In the first stages of when I started my business, I was adamant. Like I put all my extra funds and time and energy that I was making toward getting rid of this debt. So I paid off the credit card debt in like two and a half years. I was like, Yes. And guess what? My business was doing nothing. Because I was putting all that money into the credit card debt. And not that I shouldn't have paid it, but knowing what I know now, I should have been more moderate with my pay down plan and instead invested that money back into my business. Because then I said, okay, I'm going to put all my that same energy into paying off my student loan debt. And I started and I'm like, okay, Tiffany, so you're at year three in your business and you're not making any money. Like maybe let's rethink this. Instead, what if I put the same energy and funds into the business and I started to do so and within the next three years the business had made me enough that I had the $50,000 as a lump sum payment to make to the student loan debt that's what I said about like business operation when it comes to your money is different than what I would normally suggest a regular person working at a regular job. Like normally I'd say, go attack that debt. But as an entrepreneur, I'm saying have a debt pay down plan that's basically moderate and you kind of set it and forget it and then put your energy and money and funds into growing your business. Because if you do so, you can potentially make the money to take care of that debt. Because I was, student, I was credit card debt free, but I was still broke. And by the time I paid off my student loan debt, I was student loan debt free. But now I had money because I focused on the business. Um, So but that was a hard lesson for me to learn. It took like three or four years of brokenness to realize, like, Tiffany, you have to refocus your effort. If you're living home and you're making the sacrifice, make the full sacrifice. Like you should be beasting. Um, Like the first year I was lazy with it. I was like, oh, I get to nap. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm mm. Napping, You know, like you should be beasting. Normally I'm all for harmony and balance, not in the beginning. You should be putting the, like the best that you have into it to see, is this something that can really work? Because the seeds you plant now, this is the fruit that you're going to eat later. I I have a whole orchard worth of fruit. And I look, it's not because I'm a super beast right now, but it's because I was a super beast in the beginning. So I'm picking all that fruit now. So put in as much effort as you can, see if this thing can work.
0: Well said, and I'll just shut up because how can you follow that? <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to, you know, give you give you the space that you need to shine. That's all. That's all I do sometimes.
1: <laughs> no, I honestly, I feel like we have like an entrepreneur show because I like it's such a. I mean, it's such a topic that depending on what day you catch me, I'm like, don't go I was telling my sister the other day, like, run for the hills! Don't do it. It's terrible over here. And the other days, so I'm like, ooh, it's cute here. I like it. So, you but it's know, the that's same on the like... other
0: side too. Believe me, it's the same oh, it's on same, the
1: other it's side. So I Every... like, you have like insurance and security.
0: Oh, get out of here! Everybody, the grass is always greener.
1: Yeah, this is true because I really was like, I miss having like regular money come in and I having to worry about 30 people and how they going to get paid and, and what the government said. And, oh, I forgot to send that letter in and now I owe $3,000 instead of 300. I'm like, oh my God, sometimes it's so much. And the other days I'm like, eh, hey, okay, look at me out here doing it. Like, honestly, it's a roller coaster relationship. I feel like I'm just in a, I'm in a, a crazy relationship with entrepreneurship. I think it's going pretty well from my perspective,
0: if it <laughs> for you anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as a reminder, you can hit us up on Instagram at podcast with your questions, or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah.
1: Boost or break? Are we going to boost? Are we going to break? You finna boost, you finna break.
0: I'm going to do a boost this week okay. because I don't know how these companies make money, but if you're I, – I love send, sending holiday cards, but I hate, like, the work. It sounds like a lot of work to get send out holiday cards, et cetera, and this is not a promotion for any one particular company. How you know, but I'm going to name a company, they're not a sponsor or anything like that. But every year, I just go to like either Shutterfly or Snapfish. I don't know how they make money, they always have like 80% off promo codes. And I managed to get like all you do is slap a picture, they put like a holiday greeting on it. You can like upload your um, address list and get envelopes with addresses printed on them. And it's so cheap to get like cards made, and it makes me feel like a real adult when I can send out holiday cards. And um, so shout out to those services and their promo codes. And I hope they don't go out of business ever, ever,
1: ever. So I have never sent holiday cards. I'm like, Oh, that'd be so cute. Wait. So what's the company? Shutterfly. (laughs) There's,
0: there's a bunch out there. So I usually, I toggle between Snapfish or Shutterfly. I just got like a bunch of um, thank you notes made for my baby shower on Snapfish. And, of course, I did it at like three in the morning when I woke up um, and it took me no time. And I think I got 60% off and then I was able to get I got a whole I got a whole book, like a photo book made, like a professional photography book, like where they take your mm. photos and blow them up. And it's beautiful. And I got that made for like 40 bucks and it has something like 80 pages. I don't know. There's just I don't know how that but all you have to do is Google. If you're going to these sites, don't spend full price. There's just no excuse. They'll even have the promo code. Like if you go to their um, they have like a discounts page or they'll have it like. At the bottom of the page or even at the top banner you know promoting it don't ask me how they make money but i guess the margin's are really good on these products but it's really and then you'll get it within a week i feel like it always comes super fast so Mm -hmm. don't do it old school and go to papyrus and overspend on because i used to do that all the time go to papyrus and like spend a ridiculous amount of money on you know the physical cards because they can just do it for you it's it's fabulous yeah that does
1: sound fabulous yeah. what about you I am going to hmm you know I'm gonna boost this holiday season let's be positive um I'm gonna boost um making connections so one of my sisters is like really like into self-improvement right now she she took one of those have you ever heard of like momentum it's like um it's like one of uh there's another one there's a popular landmark have you ever heard of landmark it's but like landmark what Um, it's, that's what it's called. It's like one of these, like, it's like a self-improvement typically. It's like a weekend and you get to learn more about yourself and, you know, like things that you're doing that are, that are in alignment with your desired outcome and things that are not. And one of like, every time she came back, she really enjoyed it. Um, every time she came back, we talked about some of the things that she learned. And one of the things that she said that, um, she learned is like really that relationships are everything, literally everything. And Sometimes like for me, because sometimes I'm, I feel so pulled and overwhelmed that when I get a moment, um, I won't connect with new people. So like, yeah, I hang out with my friends and and obviously my family, but sometimes if someone's like, Oh, I'd love to go out to lunch. I'm like, nah, girl, (laughs) like my, my, my default is like, I'm good now. Let's do a phone call. And I had the opportunity to do that yesterday. I'm working with this brand that I really like, and they invited me to dinner And my knee jerk was like, nah, girl, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to come do my thing tomorrow. And, you know, like, y'all, that's what y'all paying me for. But then this other part of me remembered when I was speaking with my sister and she was like, you know, making the effort to connect with folks just for connecting sake. And so at first I said no. And then I was like, you know what? I will go to dinner. And it was like such a good time. You know, it wasn't like, I mean, we didn't talk about business. It was myself. My my agent, um, um, the the brand and and the brand's partner, and um, I was just like, wow, we we talked about everything from motherhood to being a woman in business to being a woman of color, like it's just, it was just such a good time. And I thought to myself, I would have missed out on this because, you know, I get it. Sometimes it could be a lot that's going on, but how you alleviate the feeling of a lot that's going on is really through interpersonal connections. And it was just a good reminder that. You know, everything's not like a business transaction. Sometimes people are just wanting to connect to connect and that connecting is really what is what makes life worth living and that I don't wanna jump from transaction to transaction. So just a boost to, you know, interpersonal connecting and making that a priority and, you know, saying yes to more in-person um, connections. Because like I said, people ask all the time, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in Jersey, I would love to connect. And I'm like, nope. They're like, you don't even know when I'm coming. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Because I just sometimes, like I said, I feel so overwhelmed. I'm like "Mm, lunch or this bed, this bed, and I'm like Tiffany, get out of the house. So if you're needing that kick in the butt, this is your your sign. If you need a sign, get out of the house. Connect with folks. Um, Everything is not a transaction. Sometimes it's just connecting for connecting sake. And what ended up happening is that. The brand liaison loved me so much that I could totally tell they're gonna use me again and again. And that wasn't the attention. It was like, but she was like, Girl, you are amazing. Yesterday was so great hanging out with you. I cannot wait for us to work with you over and over again. I was like, What? Okay. So yeah, you don't know what you're missing out on when you when you don't connect with folks.
0: And especially because I mean, just on a personal note, like it's the holidays and People, you know, depression is kind of higher during the holidays and even just checking in with like friends and people you may not have talked to in a while. You don't know what kind of impact you can be having just to Mm -hmm. catch up over coffee because some people, it's a downtime for some people or a stressful time and check in with loved ones. I'll add to that. But that was a, yeah, that's excellent. Good point. Thank you. Well, thank you all for another great show. We will see you all next week. One last show. Um, and we'll maybe see you the week after. It'll depend on this little sir inside of me. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> hello from the other side. We have a new, bo- we have a new
0: boss, how I feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Your son is like, hello from the other side. Oh, I can't wait to meet your son. I know he's going to be so adorable. He better be. Not adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.